I have a family dog called Dudley, who, given that his mother appears several times in his family tree, has health issues. In the latest visit to the vet, a distressed couple was ahead of me, providing details of a car that hit their dog. Did the car mount the pavement and the dog was the unfortunate victim? No, he was off the lead on a busy street. I pondered whether it was the time to ask why they thought it was sensible to believe that their dog was so well-trained that a lead was not justified. We all know the type of dog owner, and taking a constructive criticism during the point-to-pie drama would not end well. If we look at the risk profile of people walking their dog by a busy street without a lead, it makes no sense. Many risk profiles follow the upturned hockey stick that represents a limited positive upside in finance with an unlimited downside. Hockey stick profiles are risks of risks are the reason that we, for example, insure our houses. A small premium paid now for a significant but unlikely payout in the future. Insurance companies do very well as they take their portfolio and only fail when everybody claims at the same time. They also have good lawyers who write impenetrable clauses, but that is a topic for another day. Walking a dog without a lead has no upside but unlimited downside. For the, for the dog, that is, and to a lesser extent the owner. So why do they do it? Clearly not from a risk-cost-benefit analysis. The reason is, is that the potential downside is justified the need for the owner to signal their membership of an exclusive club. This private membership establishment, for those that are in the know, and you have to be a member of the in-crowd to be in the know, as is the, quote, I can walk my dog without a lead club, unquote. The need to be in a secret club of insiders is prevalent everywhere. You only have to walk along the streets of Pall Mall in London to appreciate this. The three areas of human activity where this is prevalent are politics, art, and of course, finance. The hierarchy of influence, control of vast sums of money and opportunities and to earn large packages is the bedrock of how the business of banking operates. Nobody knows this until they get on the first step in, in, in the inside of that ladder that I call Little Pick. The question that Little Pick always asks is what benefits and access to influence riches do their superiors have? What does Big Pig get that Little Pig doesn't get? The latter does not know. The Little Big Big Pig information gap drives operatives crazy and pushes them to make increasingly substantial risks, merely to get onto the next ladder. The tragedy of this toxic attitude for, indi- for the individuals and society at large is that nobody other than possibly Epstein, knows where the top of the ladder is. The success of Madoff was to persuade people to join an exclusive club of investors. The core of the deception was that he could generate a stable income of 1% a month. It was almost guaranteed. What people bought into was the exclusivity of being part of smart money, a path to a world that others cannot dream of accessing. I'm confident that most investors never read the fund prospectus. The result was a fraud, a Ponzi scheme, that destroyed $50 billion of people's life savings. If it is too good to be true, and you're not part of that world, 
my advice is to duck. <laughs>